0: graduated with student loan debt. My wife had student loan debt. So I understand this crisis. What I don't understand is the solutions that are being offered. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of The Capitalist Investor. I'm Mark Tepper, joined by Derek Gabrielson. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Excellent. I'm excited to talk about student loans today. This is going to be a good one. You know, there are the issues and the solutions from our standpoint with regards to student loans because it, it's a hot topic right now. I feel terrible for the kids that are graduating, you know, with six figures of student loan debt because I graduated with student loan debt myself. My wife had student loan debt. So, I understand this crisis. What I don't understand is the solutions that are being offered. And what I don't understand is which party is being blamed for it. So, I think it warrants a discussion. And you know what? Let let me back up a second. I found a quote – that I wanted to, to read through here. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your
1: country. Any idea who said that? Well, that's one of the most famous quotes of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, JFK. JFK, was he Democrat or Republican? He was a Democrat. Okay. Probably one of the most famous Democrats Probably, of all time. right? Ask not what your country can do for you.
0: Ask what you can do for your country. What are socialists doing? Pretty much the complete opposite of that. (laughs) The complete opposite, right? Not pretty much. They're the complete opposite. Absolutely. Right? You know, you've got this quote from JFK. And and, and I wanted to tie that this into our discussion on student loans, right? So, I just wanted to throw that out there and we'll come back to it throughout the show. But just kind of run us through the, the issues with regards to student loans. It looks like you might have some stats in front of you. I mean, obviously, what has happened is over the last... 20 30 years. I mean, we graduated in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. right? College tuition has been expanding at probably, I don't know, maybe a, an 8% annualized rate, which far exceeds an inflation rate of 2 to 3%. Right. Right. So, you know, you had some stats on the number of graduates, income growth. So just kind of run us through what's
1: happened with regards to college and student loans over the last several years. The academics will always say, well, hey, if you get a college education, you know, it's going to enhance your earning abilities over time. And and that's still true. But some of these numbers that I've found (laughs) in preparing for this were were pretty crazy. Uh, You know, number one, it looks like there's about $1.5 trillion in current student loan debt. But I think one of the main issues we want to focus on is um, this stat that I've found. So from the 1980s to 2018, the cost of an undergraduate degree increased by 213% at public schools and 129% at private schools adjusting for inflation. Okay, so we're pulling inflation out of those numbers. So basically since the, the 80s to, to, real to now, yeah. 213% price increase at public schools. All right. So, the important number, (laughs) the wages in the meantime, have increased 67% over that same time period. So, you have the cost of college,
0: which has gone up 200%, assuming we're using the, the public number. Yep. But wages have only gone up 67%. Right. Why do you think that is or what does that mean? What's
1: the relevance of that? So so the main relevance is that the cost of of going to school, of uh, attending a a four-year public college has increased at an astronomical rate to – one, wages, but two, what it should be increasing by. So we're just paying too much for these products is essentially what it
0: comes down to. We're overpaying. And what I also think it means, this is just my opinion, Mm -hmm. right? But what I think it means is that the value of a college degree has been diluted. It used to be a special thing to get a degree, right? Now, if you want to differentiate yourself, you need to get a master's or something like – right? I mean, Mm -hmm. a bachelor's degree used to be a differentiator. It's not as much of a differentiator anymore. Right. Okay? That's why – I mean, obviously, costs have gone up at a rate that's just – that far exceeds where – a rate that it should have gone up at. And we'll talk about why in Mm -hmm. a few minutes. But you know, that's why cost is up 200% and wages are only up 67% because Mm – That four year degree is no longer a differentiator. It's almost a must. Mm -hmm. Just, just to like get a look, you have (laughs) to have it, right? So you've got Bernie Sanders, you've got Elizabeth Warren, you know, they're, they're talking about wiping out student loan debt. And, you know, we'll rant and rave about that in, (laughs) in just a few seconds here, but they're talking about wiping this stuff out. Who do you think they're blaming for this student loan debt for the problems that exist today?
1: Capitalism would
0: be. Yeah. The capitalism failed us. Right. And now we have this huge student loan debt bubble crisis. When in actuality, I'd have to say it was the socialists (laughs) that did this to us. Right. Then why is that? Well, I mean, if you think about it, college was always a privilege, not a right. Mm -hmm. Right. It wasn't meant for everyone. Not everyone was supposed to have access to a college education. Now, I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong, but if you go back to like 1980, not everybody had access to a college education. Right. What the government tried doing – and look, I do like the fact that college is now more accessible, okay? But they tried to make it accessible for everyone by offering student loan after student loan after student loan after student loan, guaranteeing all those student loans. They made it accessible to everyone. They guaranteed these student loans. And what it did – is there was so much student loan money available to go to these different universities that the university said, why shouldn't we continue to raise prices by 8% per year? The money's there. We'll take it. Mm -hmm. Right? So from my perspective, it was socialism that failed us when it comes to the student loan crisis, not capitalism. Because capitalism would have said, you let the market dictate the price. Supply and demand. Supply and demand. There's an excessive amount of supply when it comes to student loan dollars, mm-hmm. right?
1: It threw everything off.
0: Yes, it threw everything off. And that is why college tuition has continued to go up and up and up because there was a never-ending supply of money available to pay for a kid's college education. Right. Okay. Okay. In my opinion, the solution to this is to stop offering that massive amount of of guaranteed student loans to kids Mm -hmm. because then colleges now have to begin to compete based on price. (laughs) Let the market set the tuition rate. That's capitalism. Socialism drove that price through the roof. You don't happen to have any stats in front of you with regards to college inflation, do you? I mean, I would assume that over the course of the past 20 years, the, the cost of a tuition
1: has probably tripled or quadrupled. I don't have that number in front of me, but the price increases are just, they're they're out of control. And that's what keeps driving this this price up. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, wow. I see you looking over there. Just some more interesting factoids more than anything else. I couldn't believe this, but it's on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> but as of May... 2018, 101 people in the U.S. owe at least a million dollars in student loan. How many? 101 people. That's so crazy. They've accumulated more than a million dollars of student loan debt. Well, so, so
0: were they, you know, um, what was that, uh, Van Wilder. Yeah. Remember exactly. that
1: movie? <laughs> that's a good
0: movie. I enjoyed that one thoroughly. Yep. You know, what, were they on like the eight-year program to get a four-year degree I or mean, is that – I mean, that's probably t- medical school or right. law school built mm-hmm. in, right? It, which is just crazy. So, that's why, in my opinion, there's a problem, mm-hmm. right? It, is that student loans were too readily available. The colleges took advantage of that and they continued to
1: raise their their tuition rates at just an incredible pace, Right. right? Any other area of the economy, no one would be getting these types of loans. No. For, for anything. Right. (laughs) And to be honest, maybe the trend is beginning to change
0: a little bit because I have heard of more like, you know, high school kids, recent grads who are nowadays questioning whether or not it makes sense to take out six figures in student loans to pursue a college education. Because the, the pay differential just isn't there. Right. Plus four years of opportunity cost. Right. Where you made nothing, where your buddies were making at least, I don't know, 40, 50 grand a year, whatever they were making, right. you know, working their trade. Right. All right. So the next issue I have, you know, Bernie and, and Liz Warren, their basic take is, well, You know, we're going to wipe this debt out for all of you college kids, which essentially means that we're paying for it. Right. Right. It just doesn't disappear into thin air. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't just poof, vamush. So, I got a big problem with that because I paid my student loans. We paid my wife's student loans. (laughs) I had to make a decision back in the day. This is late 90s, right? When I had to decide on which college I was going to. And I made a decision to go to not my number one choice, but a backup because it was just going to be more affordable. And I feel like today kids don't have to make that decision. Everyone can go to their first choice because there's a never-ending supply of student loan dollars to help them to pay for their tuition, room and board, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. right? So, there's there's no longer a decision like that that has to be made. But what I'm not interested in doing is paying off my student loans, my wife's student loans, and then everyone else's student loans too. I'm not interested in doing that. And I have no idea how, you know, Bernie and and Elizabeth Warren are going to pay for this stuff. But uh sounds like everyone that already paid off their student loans are going to get a hike in taxes and and that's how it's going to get
1: paid for sounds like a hot taxation plan is for like a 0.1% transaction yeah. tax so if you want to buy a stock bond mutual fund basically taxing that transaction seems to be one of the more popular theories uh, hey, at least hey, right now yeah hey
0: i don't have a phd in economics but you know what i have heard and what i have learned in the past is that you don't want to tax Capital formation. (laughs) Okay. You do not want to penalize people for saving or investing. Right. Then your economy will slow to a standstill. Mm -hmm. So the thing here with these student loans is that, you know, we have 1.5 trillion outstanding. There's just been too much student loan availability, which has then caused universities to, to raise their prices at an incredible pace that far outpaces inflation. And here we are stuck with this problem and capitalism is being blamed for it. And I think, D, I think we just made a good enough argument that it was really socialism that caused this problem.
1: Yeah. It, it upset the balance that the capitalism
0: sets. Right. So capitalism is really all about allowing the market to dictate Prices, right? Whether it's wages or tuition rates or the the cost of a loaf of bread, you know, whatever it might be, you let the market dictate those prices, right? So capitalism did not fail here. This was a failure of socialism. And, you know, my fear, D, is that even Bloomberg, who is supposed to be the moderate candidate, even he's going further left. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he's starting to pick up some socialist, Bernie-like policies.
1: Yeah, I don't think even some. I think most of it seems to be all leading towards the, the same platform. Yeah. It's just advertised different, differently.
0: Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> Anything else you want to hit on student loans? No. So I did find that 8% number seems to be the, the average increase since 1980, basically. In really what needs to come back into this equation is a little competition yeah right a little price competition so a new generation of kids can do just what you said hey you know what what is going to be the best value for my dollar yep right and you can make a, an analogy for for anything but I think buying a car seems to be one of the the easiest ones to, to take a look at if your budget is you know thirty thousand dollars for a new car you're not going to go over to the the maserati deal dealership and and get upset at them when they don't give you, you know, a $220,000 loan to buy a Maserati, right? Right. You don't have the credit to back that up. Just bringing a little bit more sanity back into the system, uh, a little bit more price competition. Those are things that could really help uh, avert future problems. So we're, we're not just going down the same path of constantly just putting an endless supply of money into the system and then at the end saying, hey, we got a huge problem here. Let's yeah. just make it all go away. Right.
0: <laughs> yes. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Great quote by JFK. Stop asking for the country to pay off your student loan debt. <laughs> you know, it's a crisis. You know, it's it's sad. It's unfortunate. I can tell you, you know, my wife and I didn't, you know, we graduated with student loan debt. Probably nowhere near where kids are graduating today. But as we began dating and, and got married... We basically had to factor in an extra mortgage payment into our budget Oh, because yeah. that's what it amounted to, mm-hmm. right? And, and maybe that's why a lot of the millennials today are still living in, the, in their parents' basements, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, because they do have that hurdle to overcome. So, look, it's a problem, but it's not as easy as it sounds to just wipe out. Like, look, let's assume that we were all on board with wiping out the student loan debt and mm-hmm. I was willing to pay for everyone else's college debt in addition to mine. Does that really solve the problem? No. In fact it probably makes colleges think we can double prices now <laughs> because we know the government's just going to pay it all off. Right. The kids aren't on the hook at all. I think it would exacerbate it would the make problem it way worse. There's no question about that. So, you know, just kind of looking at it from a different angle, paying all that stuff off would really, you know, cause an effect that it's it's going to create the wrong consequence. So, you know, we'll kind of wrap up there with uh, with student loans. I'm sure we'll be talking more about this as, you know, as we progress through the year and the election is closer and closer. Uh, so that wraps up this episode of The Capitalist Investor. Shoot us an email if you have questions, comments, if you want to debate something we talked about today or, or in a, a previous episode. Info at swpconnect.com. That's info at swpconnect.com. As always, thanks for tuning in and we'll chat with you next week.